When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. From the fifth quarter studio in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to the five-minute basketball coaching podcast with our host, Steve Collins. Everybody, welcome to the Five Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. Uh, before we jump in today, I'd like to give a big shout out to teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. If you are looking to become a better basketball coach, if you're looking to put rings on your finger in less time and, and connect with your players um, by a basketball coach that has done it, teachhoops.com is the answer for you. So come over and check it out. Let's get off the, the podcast. podcast. Hey, everybody, welcome to Coach Unplugged. Um, today, we're going to talk about defensive culture, kind of building that defensive culture, uh, especially, you know, being in the middle of June, um, doing a deep dive into that. Uh, but before we do that, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine in the market. I know ours is uh, ours is getting a lot of work right now, and that's the great thing about Dr. Dish. It's reliable, it's easy to use, and it will uh, allow your team to get the reps that they need. Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off. Um, and then establishing a defensive culture. This, I don't know about you, but this time of year is the time of year that I'm really doing my deep dive. I am um, working on my coaching. I am uh, working on my craft. Um, and teachhoops.com is a great time to do that. You know, we have a quarterly um, membership over there, get three months. You could spend the rest of the summer, you know, July, August, September, kind of get you up to the beginning of the season, kick the tires around and check it out. And um, I think it will be a great resource for you as a coach. So go over and check it out, teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. So like I said, today I'm going to talk about establishing a defensive culture. Um, and I think there's some questions that you need to ask yourself um, as you're driving the car, as you're walking through things. Um, the first thing is, what does a perfect possession look like for you? You know, what does that perfect possession look like? Does it, does it mean you're getting to the helpline? Does it mean you're forcing mid-range shots? Does it mean you're contesting everything? Does it mean everyone's getting back on defense? Does it mean people are getting on the floor? What does a perfect possession look like for you and your program? I really think that's um, 
something you really got to do a deep dive into and sell it to your players that this is what a defensive possession looks like for us. This is what a perfect possession looks like for us. And if you can find some of those, you know, (laughs) there's no perfect game. There's no perfect possession, but you can definitely find some that I think are better than others to maybe show them. So that's the first thing. Um, Second thing is, you know, I don't want to call it a quickness thing, but it's where can your team pick up? Can you pick up in the full court? Can you pick up in the half court? You know, where are you going to pick up the ball and how are you going to handle that? So that's the second thing. So first thing is, what does a perfect possession look like for you? Second thing is, where can you pick up the ball? So the third thing is, I um, I, I don't recall, I, I used to call it my retreat plan, but now I call it kind of my transition plan is, you know, who's getting back? When are they getting back? Is it the point guard getting back? Is it the guy on the top is getting back? Um, you know, how are you dealing with defending your flag, defending your home uh, base, your, your paint. So how are you doing that? Um, so I think that they, that, I think that's a huge part of, you know, before you even build a defensive culture, before you build a defensive plan, you got to think about what does a perfect possession look like for you and your team? Okay. How are you going to guard the ball? And what is your what does your transition look like? How or when are you going to get back on defense? Um, so the next thing is is kind of you know talking. You know how how what are your terms? And I think this is a big part. And I know in T troops I've been doing a deep dive into terms. Um, but what is your talking term? Do you call ball? Do you call weak side? You know, um, I I believe. And this is uh, this is not my quote that a, that a quiet gym is a losing gym, but one that you cannot play defense when you are not talking. Um, you have to teach them how to talk, just like you have to teach them how to lead. Um, and I've said this probably a thousand times on the podcast: the most important game they play in an entire year, they will not hear me. They will not hear their teammate twenty feet away. They will barely hear their teammate that's right next to them, or within three or four feet. So if they're not talking, they're not communicating, um, that they have to be able to do that. They have to be able to um, do that. And everything we do defensive drill-wise, everything we do is small-sided games, everything we do, we're not talking. The coaches aren't talking. The players are talking. Um, I, you know, and, I, and I use something. I've, I've done this before. There's a little app. I don't have my phone with me right now. But there's a little app that basically um, can tell the decibel measurement in the gym, how loud it is. And, and, I'll, and I'll just pull it out. And I'll just point it to, to it and show that the gym's too quiet. And to be honest with you, when you initially start them to teach them to talk, um, it doesn't matter what they're saying. Sometimes I just yell out their yell out your. So initially, I'm trying to get them to know each other and love each other and do all that. So I'm having them call each other's names out. We will worry about the terminology. We'll worry about the specific things they're saying. Initially, we want them to just talk. Um, that that talk that talking in the gym and that communication um, will do a lot. What it does also. And you'll notice this. This is something I'll do in my class once in a while. Is I'll just start clapping, and they'll look at me, and then all of a sudden, other kids will start clapping. And other kids, and there's an energy. There's a there's a life force that happens when people start clapping. It's the same thing when people are talking. When you're in a large gym, um, that you basically 
get them to communicate, you will feel the energy, you know, after a long day of teaching or a long day of class, um, they, you will notice that communication. So make sure you have a communication drill. You have communication quotas. You have so many things that they have to say and everything is built around that. So those are some things I think you should really think about in terms of, and again, I'm not talking X's and O's. I'm not talking, um, this is a tease, the defense that I'm going to be, that we've run, that I'm going to be releasing um, in the fall along with our offensive system and our basketball system. So many cool things coming um, to all of you. But um, let me know if you have any questions, any comments, anything like that, and what you think about this. What do you do differently um, in terms of your defensive system? So have a great day, everybody. Talk to you soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.